Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Hello, everybody, um, and thank you for tuning in to Tips and Tricks for a Successful Virtual Mid-Year, brought to you by the ASHP New Practitioners Forum Resident Advancement Advisory Group. My name is Amanda Throckmorton, and I'm currently a pharmacist at IU Health Southern Indiana Physicians as an ambulatory care pharmacist and serve as one of the work group leads for the ASHP New Practitioners Forum Resident Advancement Advisory Group. Today, this podcast will be focusing on some tips and tricks for successful virtual interactions as we prepare for virtual ASHB mid-year, residency showcase, and residency interview season. We will highlight major do's and don'ts of virtual communication to ensure you all create a professional and effective virtual experience. Before we begin, I want to encourage you all to register for ASHB mid-year clinical meeting after this podcast has concluded. Renewing or signing up for ASHB membership takes less than 10 minutes and gives you access to excellent resources AHB produces each year and reduced prices for ASHB conferences. We are all new to the world of virtual conferences, but I want to encourage you all to take advantage of these online opportunities. You can find more information on membership and ASHB mid-year registration on ashb.org homepage. To get started, I am thrilled to introduce you to one of my colleagues, Nancy. Hello, Nancy. So excited to be here with you today and discuss the importance of a well-executed virtual experience during these unprecedented times. Hey, everyone. My name is Nancy Lee. I'm a PGY-1 pharmacy practice resident at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. I'm also a member of the ASHP New Practitioner Forum Residency Advancement Advisory Group. I'm so excited to share some tips and tricks with everyone. Why don't we kick off this discussion by talking about some of the actions we can take to ensure we are creating a professional environment during these virtual experiences. Absolutely. Our professional appearance and environment are just as important as the actual content of the virtual experience. In order to achieve this type of environment, we can start with our backdrop or background in which we are interviewing in front of. First, we want to have a neutral background. Avoid busy backgrounds such as tapestries, lots of pictures on the wall, windows with views, or the virtual meeting template backgrounds, one specifically with beaches or seascapes, for example. These can create distractions and navigate the attention away from you. You also want to avoid the outdoors. Natural noises such as cars, the wind, or animals can be very distracting. My next tip is dress for success. Dress professionally from top to bottom, wrinkle-free and nothing too low cut. Ensure your outfit and your background are different. You don't want to blend into the background or fade away. And also make sure your hair is pinned back or placed out of your face for a clear image. The goal is to make sure your environment or background is not distracting so your interviewers can really focus on your content and get to know you instead of looking at the pictures, posters, or interesting background views behind you. This is your first shot at making a great impression with the prospective interviewers. You want to leave a lasting professional memory. I couldn't agree more with the importance of a professional space for virtual experiences. Going off that subject, do you have any tips for ensuring our listeners can be seen and heard clearly during the virtual experiences? Absolutely. Lighting and sound quality are game changers for a great virtual experience. 
just like we don't want distracting backgrounds, we really want to make sure that we can be seen and heard clearly so the interviewers can take in all of your answers and questions without need to repeat yourself or have to adjust your position due to shadow effects. First, you want to work out of a quieted carpeted room. Hardwood floors and empty rooms can create a hollow or echoey sound. Carpet actually absorbs the sound from bouncing around the room, creating a clearer, fuller sound quality. You also want to let others in your home or surrounding areas be aware of the conference to minimize background noises or interruptions. Next, you want to practice your lighting. Have a natural light in front of you, not behind you. This will reduce the shadow effect. Also be careful with lamps and standing lights as they can also contribute to shadowing effects more than overhead lights. If you desire to use a desk lamp, I recommend using an LED light with adjustment intensities pointed towards your face. Next, you want to also practice your camera angles. Make sure the camera is at or near eye level. To help, you can stack some books under your laptop. Now that you've got the lights and camera ready, next is to test your microphone. I recommend creating a test meeting or call with friends or a family member prior to the virtual meeting to make sure you are easily seen and heard. Also, you want to make sure that you are muted upon entry and only unmute yourself when speaking and immediately mute yourself after you're done speaking to avoid feedback. Thank you so much for these helpful suggestions, Nancy. Definitely some great tips in there to help our listeners. We also have the pleasure of another colleague with us today, Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Excited to have you with us today. Hey everyone, I'm very excited to be here. My name is Elisa Vasquez. I'm a current PGY1 pharmacy practice resident at Sarasota Memorial Hospital in sunny Sarasota, Florida. And I'm also a member of the ASHP's New Practitioners Forum Resident Advancement Advisory Group. I know personally, one of my biggest issues with virtual meetings is the fear of technical difficulties during the meeting. We all know that technology isn't always foolproof, especially when we need it to be. What can our listeners do to prepare for possible technical difficulties and troubleshoot some of these barriers? Technical problems like bad Wi-Fi connection or a virtual meeting calls getting dropped, opening up apps in the wrong browser that doesn't support the system can all occur at any time during a virtual interview and really put a damper on the experience. To avoid some of these issues, I highly recommend our listeners practice, practice, practice beforehand. Practice using virtual technology like Zoom, Skype, or Microsoft Teams. You want to ensure that your internet browser supports the virtual technology to avoid delays in meeting times or call dropping during the meeting. Consider times to have camera on or off. Turn cameras off between interviews and mute yourself between interviews. This will be a time to use the restroom or get a glass of water or stretch your legs. You want to make sure to place your meeting browser near your webcam so you're looking closely into the camera. Ensure your laptop is charged and your Wi-Fi is properly connected. Place your computer, particularly Apple products, on Do Not Disturb to avoid notification pop-ups. Apple products often allow calls, text messages, emails, etc. to pop up on your screen. Make sure you turn these features off during your meetings. If you prepare and practice ahead of the meetings, you will be leaving less up to chance for something to go wrong. Keep in mind, though, that unforeseen technological issues do occur on both the interview and the interviewee side, so you have to be flexible. It wouldn't hurt to reach out to the interviewer before the scheduled date and time and create a contingency plan in the event that the virtual connection is lost so that you can continue through another medium. 
Thank you so much for highlighting some of those very simple yet effective strategies for us. It might sound obvious to have your laptop charged or plugged in, but little things like that can make a huge impact if they go wrong. Do you have any other tips for us as well for virtual mid-year? Yeah, I have some more tips. So another tip I would have is avoid multitasking. You wanna place all your focus into your virtual experience, especially if it's an interview. Don't answer emails, text messages, or work on projects during your interview. Also, I'd recommend having a notepad or pen ready to take notes rather than typing on a separate screen. And I know I shouldn't have to say this, but don't eat while you're on the camera during your interview. You wanna also avoid chewing gum or moving mints around in your mouth. It's okay to take a sip of water while on your interview, but attempt to mute yourself to avoid sounds like drinking noises. What fantastic points to remember. Thank you both for these great tips as we prepare for the virtual conference. Now that we discussed some tips for the virtual experience of mid-year, do you ladies have any suggestions for general preparation for mid-year? Yes, my first tip is for your CV and letter of intent. Have your CV reviewed by professors, preceptors, mentors, friends, etc. It's always very helpful to have a second set of fresh eyes to review the content and formatting. Also, your letter of intent should be concise, personal, and unique. This letter of intent heavily weighs into the decision to accept applicants for interviews. Once you have your CV and template of your letter of intent solidified, the next step is to identify prospective programs. Start by writing down your career goals and interests. Then you can identify programs that can help you achieve and or help pursue these goals and interests. Narrow your program options by geography, how close to home you want to be, or how far, or even if you don't have a preference. Would you like to live in a big city or a small town? The next thing to consider is the setting you would like. Academic medical center versus a rural hospital, community pharmacy versus an ambulatory care clinic. Is the program well-established or is it a new program? And finally, the program size is another thing to consider. Do you wanna be in a small program with one or two co-residents or a larger program with five or more co-residents? I also have some more important tips. It's important to plan your schedule for the residency or fellowship program you want to see. Make sure you've researched your programs of interest by visiting the ASHP residency directory for updated 2021-2022 ASHP accredited residency programs. Once you've done that, visit ashp.org for information for prospective residents for program schedules and virtual time slots so you know what date and time for all your programs and plan accordingly so you can talk to as many programs as you can. Also, if you plan on attending any sessions, make sure to set some time aside from your work or school, obviously with permission, to watch these sessions. You can plan out which sessions you wanna watch by going to ASHP's website. Lastly, it's important that you practice interviewing. There are many resources available that provide frequently asked interview questions. Make sure to review these, but also remember not to sound too scripted during your interview. I find it best to prepare a list of talking points versus an actual script. For example, being asked about your strengths and weaknesses is almost a guarantee. I would recommend listing out strengths and weaknesses and talking about them with a mentor, faculty member, or preceptor. Behavioral interview questions are also very common, so make sure you can speak on your experiences. Remember, anything on your CV is fair game for the interview. Lastly, you wanna make sure to utilize the people around you to set up mock interviews. The more you practice, the more comfortable you'll be when it comes time for the real thing. 
Thank you, ladies, so much. I, I really can't thank both of you enough for sharing these excellent standards of practice for a successful virtual experience and preparation for mid-year. I know I learned a ton from this discussion today, and I hope that our listeners will walk away with a clear image of what they can do to prepare for this virtual season. In order to find more helpful resources about virtual mid-year and the virtual interview process, please visit ASHP's website. Thank you all for tuning in to this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed these brief points during our conversation today. On behalf of the ASHP New Practitioner Forum Resident Advancement Advisory Group, I want to wish you all the best of luck at mid-year and the virtual interview process this year, whether you are pursuing PGY1, PGY2, fellowship, or direct to workforce placement. We believe that with these best practices in mind, you will go into the virtual experiences prepared for success. Make sure to enjoy all that mid-year has to offer with so many amazing speakers. See you all at mid-year. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.